you're a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not a ledger entry. You could never be replaced with AI or any technology or anything else. You are unique. You are uniqueness. Your consciousness could never be bought or sold. It's priceless. I see you and you see yourself. And who is anybody kidding if that AI was sentient and self-aware, it would be jealous of you. The purpose of this show is to give you some encouragement, some recognition, some daily inspiration to uplift you as you start your day or end your day and to help you get your best foot forward because your value is appreciated here. If you're a small business owner or a wage worker or somebody trying really hard to make it in these challenging circumstances, you are the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your political affiliations or your religious beliefs, your traditions, your tribes, whatever, you're the value. You are a valuable person. Your value in this economy and you're seen. In a world of destruction and degradation, the world should see you for the value that you are and for the value that you create. If you're working a job and you are homeless or houseless and you have to live in shelters or cars while you work your job, this podcast is dedicated to you. Your resilience is recognized and you're not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up. I smell the inside of my nose and then I hold onto the bed and make sure I'm really here because it's so hard to believe it. Then I exhale and I step outside and I make sure the stars are still where they usually are. And they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning. And I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are what they really are, but that's a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. So much alliteration today. Car trouble, crafts, and constellations. Grandpa's Guide to the Galaxy. Grandpa has important lessons for the whippersnapper. Flat tires and flagging down friends on day 19 of Flash Fiction February. Ten days to go. Ten days to go of Flash Fiction February before we're all done. So here we are out in the desert with Grandpa and his granddaughter Sherry. I lost count, Sherry says to her Grandpa. I have to start over. That's okay, you don't have to start all over again. Just guess where you were and keep going, Grandpa says while he assesses the damage to the rim of the tire. It's a lot of stars. It'll take a long time to count them all, Sherry says. Be patient, he says. Keep at it. If you get sleepy, go ahead and take a nap. Fred is driving his granddaughter home after a weekend at his high desert cabin. He had a pretty serious tire blowout and they are stranded, kind of. They're about 80 miles between his cabin and Sherry's parents. He left his spare tire in the shop back at the cabin, and the rear tire was just shredded on this road. Can you tell me what constellations you can see up there? What do you remember from the telescope lesson you had last night, he asked her. Yeah, there's the belt of the three stars. So that's Orion, right, she says. Yep, you got it, Grandpa says. What else you got up there? There's that big dipper, Ur Major, she says. Ursa, Ursa Major, he tells her. Ursa Major, she repeats. What's the name of that star right there, the bright one right over there, he asks her, pointing east. That's Spica, she says, and what is that constellation it's in, he asks. That's Mommy's birthday constellation, Virgo, she responds. And when you see that really bright star, the brightest one in the whole sky, what do you know about that, he asks her. Well, that Sirius, 
That's the dog star in the big dog constellation, she says. Do you remember the name of the constellation, he asked. It's Canis Major, but that just means big dog, she says. You got it, he tells her. You got it, kid. You know what that planet is, he asks. Yep, that's Venus. You can always see that one early at night. And then you can see Jupiter the other way, she points, late at night. Good job, Grandpa says. Is Daddy going to come pick us up, she asks her granddad. No, no, they know we're out here, but don't worry, there's another plan, he assures her. They sit on the lift gate of the truck and have a couple of granola bars and talk about the sky some more. Just then, there's something in the sky floating toward them. What is that, Grandpa? The world may never know, he says as he jumps down from the truck gate. A dark triangle with three bright lights hovers very close to them. There's a bright flash of warm light and a force wave. Dust is kicked up, and the craft comes closer to the ground, and a hum can be heard. What is he doing, Grandpa? She calls to him. Just sit tight, baby, he shouts over the hum and through the dust in the white light. Just sit tight. Much quicker than it appears, the craft pulls itself into the night sky. It drifts off until, in low Earth orbit, the lights blend in with the stars. Grandpa walks over to where the craft was hovering and comes back, rolling the spare tire he had left home in the garage. Wow, Sherry says. How did you get that so fast, Grandpa? It doesn't matter, honey. No one would believe it. Just finish your granola bar and get in the front seat. We'll be heading to Mom and Dad's in a few minutes, he says. And do yourself a favor. Don't even bother telling anyone about that ship and all that light and everything because people will just think you're fibbing. So don't even say anything. Okay, she says. The end. So we got some AI titles. I'm gonna I used a variation of one of the AI titles that were Counting Stars, a Grandfather Granddaughter Adventure, Stargazing Surprises, The Tire Blowout and Cosmic Discoveries, Tales from the Night Sky, A Journey Home Under the Stars, Stargazing Surprises, A Tire Blowout and Cosmic Discoveries. Tales from the Night Sky, A Journey Home Under the Stars. That one's twice. Let's see. Grandpa's Guide to the Universe. Lessons Learned on a Desert Road. I changed it to Grandpa's Guide to the Galaxy. That's the subtitle. Underneath the Arizona Stars, A Story of Patience and Discovery. From Blowout to Blown Minds. That's a good one. A Night of Astronomy and Unexpected Encounters. Skyward Bound and Exploring Constellations During a Roadside Stop. Lost in the Stars, A Journey of Tire Trouble and Celestial Delight. A Grand Adventure Underneath the Cosmos, Tales of Tire Woes and Heavenly Shows. That's corny, that last one, Heavenly Shows, come on. That's corny. So there it is, there it is. Day 19 of Flash Fiction February. Aren't you thrilled? Pretty short one today. Not much to talk about, except I'm Herschel Sterling, very rarely known as Controversial Herschel. Commercial Herschel, Controversial Herschel, Reversal Herschel. You can call me anything you want. I don't really care. It's all good. It's one of those days today, people. Can't you tell? All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with Day 20 of Flash Fiction February. We're really, 
really in the home stretch now. It's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye. This place where we live is not a joke. When I gaze at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I'm consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. We are on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seem immovable. That is incredible. We are a moment. We are an instant in an infinite universe. We are an infinite in an instant universe. And every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap of a finger. The instances of existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular material event. It's essentially over already. It's hard to believe we are even experiencing it. I hope we can be here tomorrow. There are people who'd say that All of that makes us insignificant, and I very strongly disagree with them because the fact that we are so improbable is the very thing that makes us momentous. We're conscious beings. We can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are a refraction of light from a single source. You're the individual and the whole simultaneously. You're a masterful, mysterious, distinctive, and an anomalous paradox, and I'd say that that's rather significant. In the context of the time that our galaxy is here and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context, the reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and manipulate matter, to use space, the essence of your energy and your planning and your time usage in this three-dimensional location, the influence of your refraction of the source is immeasurably exponential in the cosmic expanse because it expands as far as you are able to observe into the infinite universe because your observation affects it. You're rare. You're so rare. You're not only a body, you have radiance. You radiate light. Your eyes can't see the frequency, but there's light. You're a luminescent jewel that can shine on yourself from within yourself. You're significant beyond the perception of anyone else. You shine on yourself while you shine on others. And what an honor that you shine on me. Thank you. So go smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.